The 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911. on the Central Coast. It is Tuesday, February 7th, 2023. I'm Dave Congleton, welcoming you to another edition of Hometown Radio. I start by reminding you that tonight, straight up at 6 o'clock, we will partner with ABC News and give you live coverage of President Biden's State of the Union address. ABC News is going to take this all the way to 8 o'clock. So you'll get the main speech. We'll have the response by Arkansas Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders and complete uh, reaction and feedback from ABC News. So, And then tomorrow, we'll give you a chance to talk about it as well. Meanwhile, on the broadcast prior to that at 4.05, Mr. Sports, Mitch Massey is here. I want to talk about a couple of different things, including uh, Cal Poly great Bobby Beathard, who recently passed away. I'll be honest, I was not familiar with this gentleman, but Mitch says he's way up there when it comes to the history of Cal Poly Sports. We'll hear the story. Sandra Gore Nielsen at 505 has a few thoughts about the Chinese spy balloon and ongoing relations between the U.S. and China. I think you do as well. So we'll talk and then get you ready for the Biden speech. It is a Dave Congleton show. Always your hometown radio talk show. First up, do my eyes deceive me? (laughs) Here he is, the one, the only Mr. Kevin Harris. In person. In person. I am upright. I'm smiling. Buddy, how are you? It's good. I'm, uh, it's been it's been a heck of a year. I'm so glad to be here. You look fantastic. Thank how you, you been? Very much. Been well. Been well. Slow rap has been plugging along. We've made it through the last few years. Things are starting to feel normal again. Look at all these notes he's got. One, two. He got five pages, five pages of notes mm-hmm. spread out. This is my diary. You're serious. Be careful what I read. What happened to old Kevin Harris? <laughs> Just kind of blew in. And... Well, let's start with the let's start with the the campaign. We'll get to the plays in a, in a little bit. I want to get the latest on the campaign. This is a very ambitious undertaking. Yeah, I mean, as as you know, and as uh, many of your listeners probably know, Slow Rep has been partnering with the city of San Luis Obispo since way back in, I mean, 2012 is when we first entered this partnership, and the project is to build a new home for Slow Rep, a permanent purpose-built theater in the downtown core, and have that theater be the real. Uh, sort of linchpin for a new downtown arts district, a designated downtown arts district. And people who've been familiar with city politics know that having this arts district and revitalizing revitalizing Mission Plaza, sort of extending Mission Plaza all the way down to Napoma Street, this has been something that's been in the downtown concept plan for 30 years now, yeah. since the yeah. 90s. Yeah. Um, and the city approached us 10 years ago to partner with them to build a new theater right next to the new Palm Napoma parking structure which is now called the Cultural Arts District Parking Structure. And we immediately signed on. Slow Rep was exponentially expanding at that point. And they knew that uh, in order to really make this cultural district fly, this new arts district, 
it would be helpful to have slow rep bringing in 50,000 people a year to the downtown core, which is what we're conservatively estimating that this new building can do. And, you know, we've been working on this campaign for a very long time. I'm, I'm really happy that no one told me back in 2012 that this project would end up taking 17 years. No. But the more I learn about these projects, these public partner public-private partnerships, you know, that's just how long these things take. And then they take a long time. Um, we were moving, looking forward to, to moving forward in March of 2020. Uh, March of 2020 was when the parking structure was supposed to break ground. That's right. And as we all know, in March of 2020, COVID hit yeah. and all projects were put on hold. Nobody knew what was going on. So at that point, Slow Rep took... Um, took this unexpected downtime to get a new set of pricing studies on the building that we've been looking at for seven years. When we first started this project, this building cost about $7.5 million to build, and that was back in 2013, 2014. The very same building in 2020 came in at $14.5 million. Holy cow. The same building. Uh, brought our overall campaign goal up to about $18 million. It's way above our earning, uh, earning potential, our fundraising potential. So we took that, that sticker shock to really reevaluate our campaign, really look at what the city wants out of slow rep being there, what slow reps want uh, by having a downtown home and what our patrons need. And we reimagined the campaign for about three months. We looked at every available property, every available parcel. Uh, what, what would happen if we scrapped the downtown side altogether and, and bought three spaces on Marsh Street and Higuera Street? We looked at every possible option, and we decided that the best way for us to move forward, first of all, we'd be fools to not take advantage of the city's offer of free land downtown. Sure. There's not going to be any more land downtown, and Lord knows if there is, Slow Rep would never be able to afford it. Uh, so we redesigned our building from a three-level, 21,000-square-foot building to a one-level, 11,000-square-foot building. But importantly, we were actually actually able to uh, expand the number of audience members we can fit into that footprint. So the theater-going experience for the patrons will uh, is un. Touched. How many people? Uh, this building will have two theaters in it. Our larger one will seat between 215 and 220, and then we'll have a black box theater that seats 99. And minus the one that you're saving for me. That's right. <laughs> That's <laughs> okay. right. All right. I want to hear some spoken word from you. Yeah, okay. 200 nights a week. <laughs> That's a lot of nights a week. Yeah. <laughs> I'm available. Uh, so, but you moved the offices, right? Strategic, strategic. So we like knew this. we knew that you know we needed to get the price tag down for this new construction by by going down to one level. Again, the theater going experience is not untouched, and that's really all the city cared about. They wanted to make sure that the audience members who were coming to this new cultural arts district would be taken care of and have a first rate experience. The city didn't care whether or not our offices were there or our workshops were there or classrooms. By going down to one level, we eliminated all of that, all the stuff that we need to actually make this organization run and continue to grow. And so we, uh, one of the buildings that we looked at while we were looking at all of our options was the former People's Self-Help Housing Building uh, on Empleo Street, right off of South Higuera, right, right. behind Big Brand Tire. Right. And this building uh, was everything that we ever could have hoped for as far as admin, as far as expanding our Academy of Creative Theater, which is our, our, our youth theater program for young actors and technicians uh it was move in ready for us and so in december of 20 uh of 2020 of 
uh, we we purchased the former People's Self Help Housing Building and made that the new headquarters for Slow Rep, and most importantly, made that the new home for our Academy of Creative Theater. I mean that that program has been around for thirty years, working out of our current space, the old library building at eight 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 Morrow Street, and we were doing classes on thirty five weeks out of the year. You know, we were using every available hour that we had on the calendar, and every one of our classes still had a wait list. So by moving into this new building, we just had our first summer session there out at Empleo this last summer. We were able to immediately double the amount of classes uh, that, that we'd ever offered before, and all of them sold out. So we knew that the community need was there. We're able to immediately expand that program, and we're absolutely confident that our ACT program will be serving over a thousand students a year by the time the new theater opens. And then you got the huge donation. And then, yeah, it's it's been a really uh, remarkable year for us fundraising wise. Uh, just just last week, we were able to finally announce that we we received a one million dollar donation from the Harold J. Miosi Charitable Trust. Wow! Um, and it's a real game changer for us. Uh, our, our the new lobby, the shared lobby for both spaces in the new building, will be named uh, after Miosi, and we just couldn't be more thankful. And at this point, that one million dollar donation. Uh, moves us up to we've raised over $11 million in the last 10 years for this project. We have another $4.3 million to raise before uh, we break ground on the theater in 2025. $4.3 million. $4.3 million in two years. But we've never uh, we've never felt more confident about the project. If you if you go down to Palm and Napomo Street right now, you can see there have been fences around the site for yeah. the last few months, but they're actually starting the site work on the parking garage, and that, that thing's going to go vertical in the next few months. And yeah. That's going to be, that's going to be the huge missing piece that we haven't had for ten years, which is a, a, a firm timeline, and we'll be able to take our donors down there and say, look, this is where it's going to happen. So, how do we become donors, Kevin? How can the general public be involved? Uh, the best possible way is to go onto our website. We have a very clear capital campaign section on our website. You can watch a, a really wonderful informational video about our campaign and our plans for the future, and then uh, you can just contact Patty Thayer and Patty Thayer or myself would be more than happy to talk with anyone about the project and just what we truly believe this is going to be a game changer for the downtown core. And are there naming opportunities, like we, for a seat? I mean, small ones. Mm-hmm. We have naming opportunities from uh, anywhere from a donation of $1,000 and up all the way up to $2.5 million for the main stage. So uh, we have naming opportunities to fit any budget, and we are just thrilled to finally be able to talk to people openly about this campaign and what we've been working so hard on for the last 10 years. All right. We are in conversation with uh, Kevin Harris from Slow Repertory Theater. Uh, We'll come back. Plenty to talk about. He's here for the hour. Hope you are as well. I'm Dave Congleton. This is Hometown Radio. Love is a burning thing. And it makes a fiery ring. Bound by wild desire. You're wondering why I'm playing Johnny Cash. Well, because Kevin Harris is here. And when he's not busy raising money for slow rep, he's presenting award-winning live theater. (laughs) That was gotten into me. I was fine for 10 minutes. Uh, Ring of Fire is the next show at Slow Repertory Theater. That's right. 
That's right. It's been uh, we've had a fantastic time over the last few weeks putting the show together. You know, our gala shows are the the biggest shows that that, that we do all year long. These are the ones where we do always Patsy Klein and Million Dollar Quartet, and we put all of our all of our energy and resources into putting on uh, just something that that we feel is so special for the for our community. And Ring of Fire is no exception at all. I bought my tickets. I think we're coming in early March. Yeah, I'm I'm very happy to report that you know, like all of our gala shows, this one especially after the last few years of COVID, you know, we just weren't sure if people were were going to come back. And uh, I'm, I'm happy to report that we've already sold 80% of the tickets wow. for the show. I mean, people pe- people are coming back full force for this. But I'm confused, Kevin, in all seriousness. Yeah. Is, is there someone playing Johnny Cash? I mean, I like the logo. Yeah. But I can't tell what I'm what I've bought money for this, or what I bought tickets for. You know, this show opened on Broadway about 15 years ago, and it's been done in regional theaters across the nation. It's not it's not a stereotypical sort of impersonator show at all. the The conceit of the show, and which why I think it's so special, is that it's five brilliant actor musicians. Now, each one of these five individuals play four, five, six instruments throughout the entire show. The show has 33 Johnny Cash songs in it, and the show really explores the life and legacy of Johnny Cash interpreted through these performers. So yeah, a couple a couple of the performers do have a little bit of a Johnny Cash thing going on, but but it's certainly not an impersonation show. You're not coming in to see someone pretend to be Johnny. You're here to celebrate the music through the talent of these five incredible performers. So it's a celebration of Johnny Cash's music. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Okay. 30 33 songs in 2 hours. And you know, these these musicians were so lucky to have them. I mean, these these are people that have been on the national tour of Million Dollar Quartet, the national tour of, of uh, the Buddy Holly story. These are top, top-rate musicians that we are so lucky to have in San Luis Obispo for the next six weeks. And Has any, have any of them appeared before here? Would we know any of them? In in, in At Slow Rep, we do have uh, a couple of local performers filling out the cast as well. Uh, Mike Fiore and Rachel Teets, who were both amazing, amazing musicians, and they've been working so hard on the show, not only for the last few weeks of rehearsal, but they've been prepping for it for the last for the last year. Um, but if you're familiar with any of the Million Dollar Quartet shows, there's a good chance anywhere in the country you've seen a lot of our cast on stage somewhere. And you can't beat the music of Johnny Cash. Oh, it's it's been such a pleasure for the last few weeks. And you you're know. directing this. Yeah, I am. I'm coming in and, and sort of helping to put the put the entire thing together. And it's just been it's been such a treat just working with these artists. And I can't wait to share it with everyone. Uh, beginning this Friday, we open on Friday night. Well, we should remind people because there's only twenty percent of the t- tickets left. Yeah. How do people get their tickets? Easiest way to get tickets is just uh, go to our website slowrep.org or just Google slow rep we open this friday february 10th and we play every wednesday night we're adding wednesdays for this show because uh, tickets are already flying out the door wednesday thursday friday and saturday at 7 p.m and saturdays and sundays at 2 p.m all the way through sunday march 12th so in a setting like this what's your role as director I mean, they're performing the songs. Right. Well, there's still, you know, it's it's not a 100% a concert show. You know, there's still uh, massive technical elements, fog, lighting, uh, sound, you know. It's got to be fire. It's a ring of fire. It's got to be some Absolutely. We have some fire on stage. Okay. Uh, not, not real fire, Mr. Fire Marshal. But, I mean, it looks, it looks absolutely great. Um, and, you know, there's still... 
it's it's about shaping the experience. These are these are funny little shows to work on as a director because you know you have you're working with five incredible artists and it is number one first and foremost about the music. At least half of our rehearsal time is just getting professionals in to mix the room. I mean we're explain the term to to sound mix the room to make sure that the audience's aural experience you know mm. actually hearing these songs is going to be a positive one because uh, as as many people know we're performing we're we're extremely grateful to the city of Slow for allowing us to perform there for the last 30 years, but it's a converted library building. It wasn't made. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't made for a full band, you know, rocking the house. There's there's a rock wall on the back. That's not something you do in concert venues. And so it takes a long time to really dial the the, the sound in to make sure that every one of these instruments and every one of these voices is heard as clearly and beautifully as possible. Mm. So that's been a lot of my job over the last uh, over the last few weeks. Would you call yourself a Johnny Cash fan? Did you know Did you know the thirty three songs? Uh, you know, I I knew about twenty. Of the thirty-three, and I think I think that's the average that most people most people are going to come in. Uh, every single song in the show is is a masterpiece, and I've grown to love it. But all all the big hits are there. I mean, when I was growing up, my parents my parents are from Green uh, Greenfield, Missouri. You know, and they really? had, I didn't know that. Yeah, they had a uh, they had a rock hole jukebox in our in our family room uh, from the time I was growing up, and there were ten, twelve Johnny Cash forty fives on there. So I grew up listening to his music, and I'm I'm just so excited to present this to the community. I saw the Joaquin Phoenix movie. Yeah. I thought that was very good. Very good. And I have a photo of Johnny Cash signed to me. Really? Because he was supposed to, he, well, he, he came to Santa Maria. I don't know what he was doing in Santa This is towards the end of his career. Yeah. And he was doing the, the fair down there. Mm-hmm. And they tried to get him to call in to my show. And he's <laughs> like, no, I'm too tired. But he took a photo he, to Dave. Uh, best wishes, Johnny Cash. I that's, have that. That's better than an interview, I'm sure. At that point, yeah. Well, so, but yeah. I, I, I'm like you. I don't know all of his music, yeah. but he's uh, an incredible singer, performer, and just an incredible guy. If you look at his life story, yeah. all that he's been through. Do we get the life story? Absolutely. We, you know, we start from when Johnny was a boy, growing up on a farm, getting flooded out. Um, you know, him losing his brother, of course, early on in his life and that affecting his music moving forward. I mean, we get the whole gambit and especially the just amazing romance between him and, and June Carter. I mean, it's just such a beautiful love story and, and told through their own music. Uh, we're just so excited for people to see it. All right. We are excited because Kevin Harris is back in studio with us from Slow Repertory Theater. We're talking a little bit about their fundraising campaign and the new theater being on the horizon, and also about what is happening with Ring of Fire, the great Johnny Cash show. 80% of the tickets have already been sold, so if you even think of going, I'd be going online and getting those tickets now. We'll talk about some of the other shows on the horizon when we come back. After California Headline News and ABC Radio News, this is Hometown Radio. Stay with us. Today, 
to see if I still feel I focus on the pain The only thing that's real The needle tears a hole The old familiar sting Try to kill it all away But I remember everything What have I become My sweetest friend Everyone I know Goes away In the end Oh, I feel bad for ending this soon. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah I, I, I still remember the first time I heard this. Somebody had told me about this. This is Johnny Cash doing Hurt. Uh, 188 million downloads of that. It's a really, really beautiful, beautiful song. I mean, you know who wrote that song, right? You're going to remind me. I, uh, it was Trent, Trent, Ray, Trent Reznor, the Nine Inch Nails song. Yeah. And, uh, the, uh, the brilliant producer, Rick Rubin, who's produced countless artists over the last 10 years, really had to convince Johnny to, to do that song as one of his last songs, because you hear the original, yeah. it doesn't sound like that Nothing. at all. Nothing. And then that voice kind of cutting through in Rick Rubin's arrangement of it, it's just one of the most beautiful legacy songs of all time. And when you realize what Johnny Cash has lived through yeah. and survived, it's the perfect match of singer and song that's just just beautiful and, and one of the songs in ring of fire that's right but you're about to remind us of and that's right we're going to open up our big gala show biggest show of the year five incredible actor musicians performing 33 of johnny cash's most famous songs it is ring of fire the music of johnny cash it opens up this friday Plays every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday at 7 p.m. And Saturday uh, and Sunday at 2 p.m. through Sunday, March 12th. Uh, we are not kidding around. Uh, 80% of all the tickets are sold for the entire run. So if you'd like to see these five musicians uh, play on our intimate stage and really celebrate the legacy of this uh, incredible songwriter and performer, get your tickets now by going to slowrep.org. And sometime between now and 4 o'clock, we're going to give you a chance to win a pair of free tickets. So I'd stick around for that meanwhile kevin let's remind folks of the remainder of the season at slow repertory theater you bet this is our uh oh boy our 70 76th season 76 <laughs> 76th season uh consecutive season you know we we haven't missed a year even through covid we have a lot of great stuff coming up after hurt we have a wonderful comedy called vanya sonia masha and spike won the tony award for best play about 12 years ago it's a christopher durang play if you're familiar with oh, that, I love him. that playwright uh just a hilarious hilarious guy sexual perversity in chicago is the one i like that's david mamet Oh, I thought it was Christopher Durant. No. All right. Sorry. He writes. That's I'll well, forget it then. I don't think I <laughs> What else did Christopher Durant write? He wrote uh, Titanic, uh, Baby Baby with the Bathwater. He's he's kind of an absurdist playwright from, yeah. from Yale. Real smarty pants. Okay. But Vanya and Sonia Masha and Spike was his number one Broadway hit. And we have assembled just a top-notch cast to come in to do it. Are they singing Johnny Cash songs too? They are not. Okay. It's a strange show, but it's not that strange. <laughs> okay. And then we're moving on to... Uh, 
just a beautiful play nominated for the Pulitzer Prize, A Doll's House Part Two. Oh yeah, yeah. It's an unofficial this. sequel yeah. to Henrik Ibsen's A Doll's House by Lucas Knuth. Do I need to know the Doll House to appreciate Doll House Two? Absolutely too? not. Okay. Absolutely not. And then we are really thrilled to end our season with a show that that we've wanted to do for years. Uh, the the musical version of Once. Um, many people are familiar with the the movie once. One of my the, favorite movies. It's just a gorgeous movie, a gorgeous love story. Written by Christopher Durang. <laughs> oh, I, wait, I may stop. What are the dates of Once? Uh, once opens on Friday, June 9th, okay, and good. plays all through June to July 2nd. Okay. And this is another one of those uh, actor-musician shows. You know, we've been kicking it down the road for a long time because it's a tough show to put on. You need 11 actor-musicians for this, and each of them play two to three instruments through the entire show and play all the characters and we said you know what after after three years of sort of navigating covid and navigating the uncertainty it's time to do the shows we really want to do and and that we know our audiences really want to see and so we're putting a lot of resources to get an incredible cast together i will definitely be there i love the movie and i i know it came through the cal poly arts brought the stage show through a couple years ago and i wasn't I was I wasn't around. I couldn't go see it. It's a fantastic adaptation of the movie. Are you we directing this? Uh, no, I am not. A good okay. friend of mine named Sean Paul Bryan is directing it. He's coming in. Uh, he's from so Atlanta. good. He's got three names. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get any kind of discount if you buy tickets to all these shows we just mentioned? Uh, no, okay. no, you don't because uh, you missed your chance. You missed your chance. But I am, I'm, I'm thrilled to say that we're going to be announcing our our next season, our 77th season. We're going to be announcing that at the end of March, beginning of April, and then it'll be very clear when season tickets go on sale. Uh, we have been so. Uh, heartened by our audience responses to the last few shows we've been selling out and it's just so great after the last few years and we so you, the audiences are back i asked kevin because yeah. molly clark has been here from cal poly arts yeah. and uh, dave pier from the clark center and they're struggling yeah I mean, because we, of covid not because of what they're sure. offering and we were struggling at the beginning of the year i mean we put on uh, what I thought were three really, really tight, beautiful shows. We put on Steel Magnolias, which should be a cash cow. I mean, that's something that everyone will go see. Uh, we put on a beautiful show called Red and Around the World in 80 Days. And, you know, it was still sort of touch and go there, and audiences were down. But really beginning with A Christmas Story, and this was our 10th production of A Christmas Story this year, I mean, we sold that thing out from the very beginning. And so what changed? I, I'm actually, you know what, we've been talking about this for three years, and when I get together with Molly and when I get together with Lloyd at Festival Mosaic, you know, obviously this, this, is, this is what we talk about. And at this point, we're not sure. We're actually not sure. I think people are just getting to a point where they're, they're learning to live with COVID now in a way, and it, it'll just take time to, to alter their behaviors. And they miss being part of an audience and having yeah. that collective experience, I imagine. Absolutely. And I think, uh, I mean, judging from Johnny Cash, it's just going to be a celebration not only of Johnny Cash and these beautiful performers, but just a real a real party for our entire community. Talk a little bit more about when the theater opens. What yeah. are we going to be experiencing? What, what do you have plans in terms of the interior design? You bet. Well, you know, when we first started this design process way back in 2013, we had several focus groups. We interviewed a lot of our patrons, a lot of the artists who work there, a lot of our volunteers who 
volunteer their time in order to make the theater work uh, to figure out what was important, what they liked about our current space, what they want to see in the new space. And the number one thing that came up, and this was really no surprise, but it was good to see it right there in black and white, is everyone loves the intimacy of our theater right now, the old library building, the fact that it's 99 seats, it just feels different than a lot of different spaces in the area. And, and I'll tell you, being able to sh see a show like Ring of Fire or a million dollar quartet in a, in a space that intimate, it's a completely different experience than seeing it in a larger theater. I mean, these, these actors are close enough for you to be, touch them. To right touch them. Yep. Um, and so we knew when we were designing the new space, we had to retain the intimacy, which is why we landed on a main stage theater of between two 200 and 220 seats. So Is that typical for a town this size? It's it's a little small, okay. to be honest with you. Um, but, I mean, you can look at, I mean, the Cuesta has, I, I believe, 600 seats. Uh, Cuesta is four. Clark Quest Center is 680. Six, right. Uh, PAC is like 12. Right. So we knew we wanted something that felt uh, very different than those spaces. When you walked in, you would still feel that intimacy. But we also knew that we wanted enough seats that that we could meet our income goals and continue to expand the company. And and right around 220 seats, we have the best uh, theater design consultants in the nation who've been working on this project for 10 years. And not one of those seats in the main stage is more than 23 feet away wow. from, from the stage. Cool. So it's going to feel very, very intimate. Now, I have one – and I'm not – I'm being totally serious here. Please. Okay. Restrooms. Yes. This was the number one thing that okay. came up on our survey. Okay. I love, I love you. Yeah. I love your plays. I love coming to support you. Mm -hmm. But it's kind of sad. Yeah. Oh, it, oh, it absolutely is. Well, with it, all due respect. It and I know you have no control is. over it. But yeah. in this new facility this that we've waited years for. We have almost twice the number of required <laughs> restrooms based on our occupancy. So yeah. that was something that we knew was a priority from the very, very beginning. I'd also like to see a bar. Mm -hmm. And you have that now. It's just nice to go have a glass of wine. Absolutely. It'd be nice if you could have it open after the play. Right. So you could have a glass of wine, talk That's about the play. Absolutely something that we're planning. The entire lobby has been actually designed around a bar. And a lot of people have made some personal comments to me about you know why I chose to do that. But I believe that theater is really about people coming together and having this opportunity yeah. to be there before the show and to hang out after the show. And you don't have to drink, drink. You can have a soft drink or Absolutely. whatever. Absolutely. I'm not encouraging people to drink and drive, but I, I like right. that atmosphere of it's like watching a movie mm -hmm. and then having a chance to talk about it. We really want this to be a gathering place yeah. and, 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 you know, have it be open during the afternoons, even when we're not doing shows, you know, to have a little cafe in there so that people can come into the theater and actually sort of hang out there before before the shows and, and after the shows. I like this very much. We're planning on um, hosting 26 sort of cabaret piano bar events every single year so so two or three a month that'll that'll be in the black box theater but that'll also be extend uh, into the bring, lobby. what was your late night thing remind me uh, no shame yeah we're gonna bring no that shame back theater no shame wasn't a large moneymaker i'm not sure really? if you can if you can believe that and uh huh. we're, we're very excited about giving cabaret performers and actually having a, a real sort of jazz piano bar in town because something that the city wanted and something that i know people my age specifically want is something to do in downtown between the hours of nine and 
midnight that isn't going to make me feel like I'm a thousand years old yeah, and yeah, that I yeah. shouldn't be where I am. Well, also, there are people who like to go to a show and then they want to go out afterwards, but there's no place for people to go. Right. So if you had your place. Exactly. And you could stick around and have a drink. And then go out into the night. It'd That's be fun. the plan. All right. Um, we are so excited about having this main stage uh, running. We are going to be running uh, on our main stage 162 performances a year. What do you do now? What do you, what do you do now? Now on it's slow rep right now. We're doing about 220 performances a year in that space. In that space. But the important thing is, from the very beginning, we have designed our master calendar to make sure that this space is available to other community groups and nonprofits because everyone wants to use an intimate theater downtown. We're talking Festival Mosaic, yeah. the symphony. Yeah. This is going to be an acoustically sound gathering area, so we want to make sure it's available. And in our Black Box Theater, we're producing 162 performances a year. Um, but altogether, we're going to be offering you know 364 performances a year on 41 weeks out of the year. I mean, this is a non-stop cultural beacon for the downtown core. There will always be something going on downtown. And more than just the economic impact, which is significant that this will have, I mean, you can feel the difference in a town when there's a theater downtown. You can feel it at about 4 to 5 p.m. when people start arriving for the shows, the restaurant starts filling up. There's an energy that happens downtown. And that's really why the city wants us there. That's we, why we want to be downtown. And we feel like we can provide that to the downtown core on, you know, almost every day of the year. A win, 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 win. All right. We are in conversation with Mr. Kevin Harris from Slow Repertory Theater. Getting an update on plans for the new theater and the new show, Ring of Fire, a uh, tribute to Johnny Cash, uh, 33 songs. The show is almost sold out. But when we come back, maybe, just maybe, you'll have a chance to win free tickets. Stick around and find out. You're listening to Hometown Radio. on this heart of mine I keep my eyes wide open all the time I keep the ends out for the tie that because you're mine I walk the line A true American legend, the one the only Johnny Cash and a legend in the making, the one the only Kevin Harris Thank you very much, Dave. Uh, Ring Ring of Fire. Ring of Fire. Let's remind folks. You bet. We're going to be opening up our gala production of Ring of Fire, the music of Johnny Cash. It opens up this Friday in just a a few days. Plays every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday at 7 p.m. And uh, Saturdays and Sundays at 2 p.m. Not just me today. Sunday, March 12th. Uh, 80% of the tickets are already sold. People love Johnny Cash. It's going to be a fantastic production. So if you want your tickets, go to slowrep.org and click on the tickets tab get them today meanwhile a throwback uh, craig and i both came to see xanadu but you guys haven't talked since then we haven't hey, it, all, it all blends was, together what do you think of xanadu i love it absolutely loved it now i'm a huge fan of the movie yeah, yeah. so you had to have i had a very high standard <laughs> i thought it was going to be almost impossible and it was just going to be something where i say okay i went and i saw it yeah. there i did it but i really loved it because 
it gave a lot more of the backstory yeah. and explained a lot more that had always been somewhat confusing or things I never really noticed in the movie <laughs> as far as like the origin of the muses and uh, that the fact that Sonny painted that mural on the wall was yeah. never explained in the movie. Right, and you think it should have been. Yeah. That, like, these are important that's things. That's like a key element yeah. to where that painting come from. You're the from. only person I know who would be happy about more yeah. backstory on Xanadu. Oh, <laughs> I, I, it's a weird that backstory, <laughs> and I didn't even know about it, and so I really loved it. And it was nice to see Seth Blackburn in something other than a Christmas story. Yeah, absolutely. He was really he was good. Great. He was great. He was, he was the Gene Kelly guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah, good. yeah, it was a fun one. I really, really enjoyed listening to that music. I'm really time. looking forward to Once. Well, I, I bought my tickets to Ring of Fire. I'm, I'm looking forward to that too. But I'm really looking forward to Once. Yeah, it's going to be a really beautiful show, especially in our space. I will buy my tickets tonight for that. All right, uh, Craig. Here we go. We've got a pair of free tickets. Now this show is almost sold out, so we're going to whatever shows available. If there are two seats there, they're yours. But right here, right now, be caller number six. 805-543-8830. I'm looking for somebody who hasn't won anything from us in the last 30 days. We will give you two tickets to any show not sold out at Slow Repertory Theater. There are six, five, five, five actors, five, five actors five. coming from all over the country. Mm-hmm. They're going to sing Johnny Cash. They're going to tell Johnny Cash stories. Mm-hmm. 33 songs. It's going to be an incredible evening. Going to be lucky to be there. As the phones go wild here, I'd like to see that. How do I buy my tickets? Easiest way to buy tickets is just uh, go to our website, slowrep.org. Click on the Tickets tab. You can reserve your tickets instantly online. All right, let us meet our winner. We are going up to North County to find Shane on KVEC. Hey, Shane. Hey, how's it going? We're good, Shane. Congratulations. Thank you. Never won anything before. This is a good first win. What makes you want to go to see the Johnny Cash show? Um, the uh, like you guys were talking about the Hurt video, like was when I really got into him, and then started listening to his older stuff, and just um, grew from there, man. But that original Hurt video, yeah, when I was like a teenager when it came out. Wow. All right, Shane, hang on. You're our winner. Craig will take your information. We'll make that happen. That hurt video. Yeah. That really, oh, really got oh, to people. Oh, oh. I think Shane's going to have a great time. And it'll be good to have, uh, you know, sound like a good demographic, too. Somebody yeah, he was young. Yeah. And he's listening <laughs> to this show. Shane, <laughs> what are you doing, buddy? <laughs> Wake your grandpa up. That's who I want to talk to. Uh, thanks for making the tickets available. Oh, my pleasure. Uh, oh, we have three minutes left. What do you want to chat about? Yeah, it's, it's just been... It's, How long it, have you been there? I've been there since 2008. First came on this show. 15 years, buddy. 15 years. 15 And you don't look a day older. No. You saw that youthful exuberance. Thank you very much. When I first much. met you, I thought, oh, here's Hugh Grant. You oh, look like Hugh boy, Grant. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I remember the first time, first time I went to your old old studio, and I was, I was so nervous. I was rocking back and forth in my chair, and you thought I was a little bit full of myself. But it was just nerves. I never thought. No, I, I liked you from the beginning. All right. Well, we have different stories. Well, okay. <laughs> We worked it out. But, but but you were in New York. How could you be intimidated by a small town radio show? Oh, man, get this microphone in front of me and everything. But, but have you seen Hamilton yet? Have not. We were supposed, we were supposed to go during, during COVID, and now everything's weird. It was only at the Pantages for like seven months. I just didn't have the is time. It, is, is it back on Broadway? Yeah. Shows you how much out of touch I am. Yeah. Hmm. 
I'll make it back out there. You really have to. Well, yeah. it's too late now. It will never live up to I've your... I've already seen it on Disney Plus four yeah, or five times. Not so. the same. I, I do want to say, like, it has been 15 years since I've been coming in here. And, Dave, honestly, you do such a great service for this community being on the air. I mean, we're so lucky to have you. And Rap has been lucky to have you for You're very time. Kind. Great Thank supporter. You. I try. Yeah. I try. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, 90 seconds to go. Uh, That's all I got. It took everything I had to say that. Hmm. Well, let's remind <laughs> folks how they can donate to the Capital Campaign. <laughs> uh, if you want to find out more about the Capital Campaign, we'd be more than happy to talk to you about our plans in the future expansion of Slow Rep and the new designated cultural arts district right downtown. It's going to be so beautiful. It's going to be such a game changer for our community. I hope I'm alive for that. You'll you'll be there. I want to be alive for that and for the day they finally extend Prado Road all the way to Broad (laughs) Street. Can you guys get that thing extended? I think the theater will happen before that happens. We're going to have your theater. We're going to have the museum. We've got the Children's Museum. We've got the History Center. All going to be right there. Right there off of Mission Plaza. What do you think? Are they going to close Monterey Street? You know, the, the the original designs uh certainly call for it to be more pedestrian friendly and to have the ability to close that dog leg because that dog leg on Broad Street is already closed, you know, 6 7 times a year for different festivals. I'd so, close it. You got the parking garage. You got the parking garage right there. So we're really excited about the future and you know, I I grew up in Royal Granding being able to be a, a small part of of changing the tenor of downtown in such a positive way. Do you see me and Z's closed? <laughs> What's that? Me and Z's closed. Yeah, I the did. The restaurant. I did. No more free ice cream. <laughs> the... All right, uh, Mr. Harris, 30 seconds downer. for a final thought. Well, I was disappointed. I like going it's there. It's a great place. Uh, you know, we've worked really hard on this show. It's been such a fantastic experience putting it together. And these five actor musicians, uh, they're unlike anything you've ever seen. So if you enjoy Johnny Cash, this is the show that you want to see. Get your tickets now, slowrep.org, and we can't wait to see you there. They've worked very hard on this, so oh, come boy. see it. All right, Kevin, <laughs> thank you so much. Off we go. News, traffic, weather. Here comes Mitch Massey. Are you ready? We always ask that question. We'll be back. The 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911.